that lets you save I really support people doing energy work again. So I like was in the work and I worked myself out and I was like, I'm gonna start another business because I miss being with people individually. So I do energy work and I also help a lot of people build their businesses. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Why did you start a spa? Where did that come from? What really happened is I was, when I graduated from high school, I was going to art college. It was like my dream. I was so excited. I moved to Washington state from Montana where I grew up and I got into a really bad car accident. And in that car accident, I broke my neck and it was a really severe break. You know, I think like Christopher Reeves and I have matching breaks. It really just changed the trajectory of my life. I was in a neck brace for eight months. I was in a lot of pain and I really couldn't take pain medication or anything else. And at that point in time, my stepmom, who is a genius, like, I'm going to take you to a massage therapist to see, she was also a nurse. And she said, maybe she can help you, you know, work out some of the things that are hurting you because nothing else seems to be working. So I went to this woman and she actually couldn't really touch me at all because I was in too much pain. So she did a little bit of touching, but she mostly did energy work for me. And I went in three times. And by the third time, my pain was gone. Wow. I was able to, yeah, at that point, I was able to get a job. I couldn't drive. So it was like me in Montana, like walking at five o'clock in the morning to my <laughs> coffee shop job in my neck brace. Everyone felt very bad for me. They gave me great tips. It wasn't so bad. So <laughs> Um, and that really changed what I wanted to do. I realized I wanted to be in the healing field because it had changed my life so much. So I took a little detour, went and lived in Europe for a while. Actually learned a lot of healing modalities there from people all over. Came back and I ended up going to massage school because it's what I, you know, it's kind of my entry point into doing energy healing. And also I ended up loving massage. And then I worked at a spa and and as I was working at the spa, I was always the really annoying employee that was like, I think we should do this. And I think we should do this. <laughs> and eventually my boss just said, if you feel like you could do it better, do it yourself. And promptly fired me, which at this point, I'm like, yes, that was, I was fired. <laughs> 
realize. Um, but that was the last job I ever had. And I really took her to heart and decided I would go try to do it myself. So at 22, I got fired and I decided that that's what I would do. And I put together a business plan and thought it would be a lot easier than it was. It was not that easy, but decided to do it anyway and opened my first spa. Yeah, when I was 23. Wow. So you, okay, so I got to take a step back here from small town-ish Montana to New York City. <laughs> How did that work out? <laughs> I don't know. I would say that, you know, I now live in Boulder, Colorado. So that might show you that I actually do like it to be a little smaller. I miss the mountains. So I think it was really good for me to realize I could be really comfortable in myself anywhere. I want to be as comfortable in a city as I am in the country or in the mountains. And I really feel like that city living in Portland and, and just other cities I've been in has really given me that. And so the, my comfortability doesn't depend on, you know, my the circumstances, but that it's an inner thing that I've developed. Okay. So you started your own spa and what did that look like? You started as a massage therapist, I would guess first, and then you, you grew. What does that look like? So I had had my a private practice while I worked at the spa. So I kind of knew kind of the basics of like, this is how you book people. This is how you do this. Um, and so then we found this property that um, was just a, I mean, really just like a big empty warehouse looking thing. Um, but I, of course, just saw it with like rose colored glasses. I was like, this is going to be beautiful. <laughs> My friends were like, you are legit crazy, Brianna. This is not going to work. And you have like $2. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I really, you know, I put so much work and effort into creating it. And we opened with, we opened with three rooms, no, four rooms. We had four rooms open when we started and there were a bunch of other rooms, but we couldn't afford to decorate them or even put floors in them. So those doors were closed and we just <laughs> pretended like they were like occupied with climbing, <laughs> even though they were just not actually even developed yet because we couldn't afford it. Quiet, <laughs> please, quiet, please massage in session. It was such a lie, but you're just like, well, you don't need to look in that room or that room or that room or that room. And eventually, you know, we just grew kind of organically. We had clients that we had had from our private practices. So my boyfriend at the time, my now husband, moved his acupuncture practice in there. So his clients, his patients came with him and my clients came with me and I had a friend whose clients came with her. And so we kind of all just grew together and then, you know, started marketing and also worked the front desk and also cleaned the toilets and worked every day for every day for like 10 <laughs> hours. And then I would get done with work and go belly dance at night to make money. So wow. it's a good thing I was 23 because I had enough energy for it all. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, that makes me tired to think about. But it was uh, it was a good time in a way. So did you are you still in that same building? Yeah. So actually our, our Portland spa is still in that building. We ended up buying that building. Um, it has two other tenants in it. We actually just painted it yesterday and it's so beautiful. <laughs> so it feels really, it feels really great to have this like home in Portland that we love so much. And then, okay. So you were in, in Portland and you're like, Hey, let's get a spot in Boulder? <laughs> I mean, kind of. It was more actually that my husband was really done with the weather in Portland. And so for years, he tried to convince me to leave and he would just put the weather of Boulder and Portland on every device I had. It was like, <laughs> 
easy. It was very convincing, honestly. It's like night and day. So eventually we decided to move to Boulder. And I actually wasn't planning on opening a spa when we moved here. But while we have that spa running, we have our apothecary manufacturing in Portland running. Everything was going. And it was being run pretty much without us. And so we moved to Boulder and I always said, I'm not going to open a spa here unless it's in this very particular place right next to this really cute coffee shop that I liked. That if that place opened up, I guess I would maybe think about opening a spa there. So we moved here and about a month later, I was having, I was meeting a friend for coffee at that coffee shop and I looked over and of course that space was open. I was like, well, dang, I guess I'm opening a spa. So that's what <laughs> <laughs> so the other one in Portland is still running. Yeah. And then, so you just have different practitioners in there that, that run that and you're running this one here in Boulder. Yeah. I mean, actually at this point, there are managers who run those who are amazing spa directors. And then actually there's somebody who manages them, which is really great. And I just get to meet with him. And so they really, really do so much of it without me. It's actually unbelievably lucky. Wow. It sounds like a dream come true. I can't wait till I grow up when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So for, for you, when people come and see you and, and they're going to tune into this show, they're going to say, how, how can you help us? What is the message that you share with your customers through your different facilities? Yeah. I mean, through the Dragon Tree, we really help people with holistic health. So, you know, you know, if you're in Portland or Boulder, come to our spots. Um, otherwise, we have, you know, external pain relief products that are really amazing. They're all natural and really great. And then we also have a whole line of bath and body products books and programs through that. I feel like a lot of what we're trying to do is help people get whole life wellness. And so we're looking at, can you get your goals? Can you also be out of pain? Can you feel good in your body? Can you feel good in your relationships? So really health in a really broader sense is what we do there. And then when people come see me individually, so in my other business now, you know, you're like, you work yourself out of one business and then <laughs> work yourself into another because you're just like that if you're me. Um, and so in my other business, I really support people doing energy work again. So I like was in the work and I worked myself out and I was like, I'm going to start another business because <laughs> I miss being with people individually. So I do energy work and I also help a lot of people build their businesses. So it's, you know, a huge part of what I end up doing. So you do energy work and help people business. These are two different businesses or it's like energy work towards helping people build their businesses. Both. I mean, it's one business, but some people don't have a business and they're like, just like help me feel good. And I love doing that. But then I just happen to attract a lot of entrepreneurs who want to create a lot of wealth for themselves in a really rooted and spiritual way. And so I happen to be really good at helping people do that. And so I work with a lot of people in that way as well. And how do you do that? Well, I do it. We do actually a lot of energy work on them and their business. And then we do a lot of mentoring. So we work together to look and see what the systems are that are working and not working for them already. And a lot of it is working their energy, their mindset and their emotions so that they get really clear and become really clear conduits for a driving business. What's the biggest challenge, roughly, I know there's probably dozens a day, what's the biggest challenge that you see in a generalized 
manner? Like the biggest challenge that my clients have or? No, you helping them. Like you're trying oh. to help them. So what is <laughs> but it? It's my challenge. Yeah. Um, I would say that I honestly think it's that it's really hard to get people to see themselves the way I see them. I think that that's one of my greatest gifts is that I see people's potential and I can help work them towards it. But I think a lot of people don't see their own potential. And so that's often one of the hardest pieces is opening up that lens so that they can actually see the fullness of their spirit that I see. Yes, that's so interesting because we do the same. Like we're we're actually, we're going to run a 30-day fitness challenge here. And one of the aspects is, can you picture yourself at your most, like your highest success? Like what is your highest being of what you want to feel like, look like, be like? And so many people have that disconnect of no idea. Like they've never pictured their own success. They don't know what it looks like. So if they bumped into it. They wouldn't know. <laughs> right? How do you find that? How can you help find that connection? I feel like actually creating a lot of space for a space and permission for dreaming. And also, I think a lot of times for me with my clients, I kind of dream with them if they're stuck in that. So I, cause I can see it like, but I see you in this way. Do you ever see yourself in that way? And sometimes that starts to spark an opening and then we can build upon it. But it's like most people just haven't given themselves any room for this be like, oh, and then also to, we talk a lot about disappointment because I think a lot of times people don't want to dream like that because they're so afraid of being disappointed if it doesn't happen. And yet I feel like what actually happens is that you then end up just having a disappointing life. Like, well, you might dream and shoot for it and be a little disappointed that you don't get all the way there, or you can just stay stuck right where you are and just be disappointed already. So to disengage the power of disappointment and the way that that holds people where they are and actually start to untangle their feelings around disappointment so that they can actually dream. So that's, it's based around or rooted in the fear of failure, right? Like they don't want to look any further than where they're at. But, but the thing, it doesn't make sense to me because you, if you dream big and you fail, you're still in the same position if you didn't, right? Right. <laughs> What's the difference? It's like, if I shoot for 10 and I get six, I failed. I'm like, yeah, but right now you're at a three. So six is still way better. <laughs> right. So not try. Yeah, for sure. Tell me about the, the energy work. I don't know. We might be bounced around a little bit here, but the, the energy work that you're, that you say that, that you're doing, can you get it, give us some more detail be more specific around how that helps people? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been doing energy work for 20 years. And so it's changed a lot and I have a lot of modalities, I guess I would say when working with people. But a huge part of the work that I help people do is to, I would say, it's energy alchemy. And so we're really becoming, learning to become alchemists of energy in our own body. Because usually we are such black and white thinkers, we're like this or this, right? I want to be like, you know, even the way that people often talk about like the masculine and the feminine, when really our job is to alchemize energetics. And so we would take both and create what is new within us. And so, so a lot of what I 
and helping people do is that kind of work. And then also just detangling energetic blocks. You know, it's kind of like we've built all these dams in our lives, all these dams in our energetic systems that stop flow from happening, but then we get used to it. And you're like, well, just kind of, you know, just kind of like this rather than looking to see what's happening energetically and untangling it and unblocking it. And so a lot of what I, you know, things like procrastination and self-sabotage and, you know, feeling like you're hitting the glass ceiling. A lot of times people even just feel like, I don't know why, but I just am having a hard time moving forward on this. Like people that say, you know, let's say like, I want to run a marathon. Like, cool. What's stopping you? And if there isn't a, like, I just broke my ankle. Like sometimes there's a legitimate reason. Like I broke my ankle, (laughs) but if it's not that it's almost, I almost can always find an energetic block that if we release everything else follows from that and gets a lot easier, there's a lot more flow that happens and a lot more momentum towards the things that you want. Yeah. I could resonate so much with what you're saying. I'll tell you a quick story. I have like crazy ideas. I've been, I guess you have two two sides, like 12 years in business is a long time for me. It's where I'm at. But some people are like 30, 40 years. But I got for 12 years, I've never really had any, in most cases, I never really had any um, serious blocks. I'm, I'm always like, what's the next thing? What are we doing now? And I went through this really stressful situation that I struggled to get out of. I couldn't figure out a way out finally did but during that time it, it was only a couple of weeks but i was like what is wrong we can't find any progress with with business or that part of life and it was such an odd experience because i hadn't felt that before but once that stressful situation was concluded and moved out it was like the floodgates rushed in and i was like couldn't i could hardly handle keeping up you know i'm usually doing 100 things at once but at any rate it just kind of goes along with what you're saying of once you can move some energy, everything just flows the way it should be. Yeah, it really changes so much. And I think that often we are we are looking to solve our problems through more information. But I don't think that usually information is our problem, right? Like we can, you can Google anything. We don't have an information gap. Right. We don't, there's not really an information gap. You have all the information you need or you could get it in like five seconds. We, most of the time, I think what stops us is an energetic tangle that um that we can actually undo and when we do it really shifts things so what are you doing to do that or or how are you working with your clients is this in person online on the phone how are you moving this energy for them so i do it on the phone um yes on the phone i'm like you know how things connect you're like phone sometimes audio through the internet but um and we just connect together and in that way i'm able to you know like if right now you which i will not do but if you were like you can just have access to my energy then the permission granted because i'm a big permission consent person i don't mess with people's energy unless they pay me (laughs) pretty much um i you know i can go in and then i can actually see what's happening so for me it's almost like I imagine it's like what a plumber, like, or like an electrician, you bring an electrician into your house and you're like, I don't know what's wrong with these wires, but this thing isn't turning on. The electrician is like, cool, I got you. I'll just like open things up and look and see like, oh, this thing is tangled or this wire is bent or this thing isn't working. And so they just replace it and fix it. And then like, oh, well now I feel, now it works. 
And that's my client's experience working with me is that I come in and I am able to do that. And I walk them through it usually. Um, sometimes I, I don't because I can't talk all that much, but I try to give them an idea of what's happening while it's happening. Or I tell them afterwards, like, this is what happened. And then, you know, the, the most amazing things happen. Well, like, like, and then that day, my husband said he's sorry for like 30 years of all this <laughs> stuff. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, because energy is right and everything wants to get right. So what's the challenge with helping people understand that the energy healing could help them or the, or you don't deal with that? They just, you only deal with people that come to you and are ready for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, mo- mostly people that come to me are already like, they believe in what I'm saying, but I also, but even then I would say that there are still challenges because you, because it's not seen and our minds want to see something, right? Like if I cut open your arm, you'd be like, yes, I see that you did that. Right. But when I, when somebody's doing energy work, you have to trust your own feeling. And a lot of times people are not very experienced at feeling energy. So they're like, I don't know if anything happened. Right. I'm like, yeah, you, you may not feel it while it's happening because when was the last time you felt your energy? People are like, Oh, well maybe never. Like, okay, cool. So why would you feel it now? But the proof is in the pudding. So I usually just ask people to sit with it and see what's shifted, see what's changed and then not poke at it, you know, not be like, Oh, I wonder if that is happening. Because I think about it when I used to do massage and somebody would have like a hurt shoulder, they'd come in and they would be like, I can't move my shoulder. And they'd work on it for an hour. And then at the end they'd be like, Oh, I can move it. That's so much better. And then they would start to like really push it. Be like, oh, I wonder if this will hurt it. <laughs> doing that <laughs> your shoulder and now you're trying to hurt it again just let it rest right like a little movement but not testing it right and as humans we are so prone to testing like oh is this, is this really real is this really real and i think that when we do that we can sometimes you know kind of throw it out again so for you i always think it it was I think it, it's important to pay attention to who's doing holistic work on you. I, I'm not, I haven't said that, I haven't said that out loud very often, but you know, like when you go to a practitioner, I want to make sure that they are together. <laughs> when they're working on you because otherwise you're going to take on their energy and then that's not where you want to go. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. I mean, I really, I, I honestly, I have a lot of opinions about this. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm listening. Bring it. <laughs> I mean, one of the main things I find is that a lot of, especially people, people who do holistic health, but especially I would say energy workers. One of the things I hear them say a lot is I'm so exhausted hmm. after I do it. And that to me is a sign of somebody I would never go see. Cause I feel like if you're exhausted, you're not doing it right. Because that means like you're expending your own energy or you're doing something in my energy that you shouldn't be, or something's going wrong because this should be a, like everyone's lifted from this experience. You should not be exhausted. And, you know, I teach my apprentices this and, and they often are like, wait, I used to be so tired after energy work and now I'm not. Yes. Because now you're doing it in a way that's sustainable. And I feel that if we want some, if we want something to be good for someone else, it almost has to be good for everyone. There has to be a sustainability to it, or there's a loss in the structure and then the loop isn't right. And so then I feel that the universe doesn't support that as much. And so that's one of the things I look for. But I also think just generally, you know, for me, it's like, do you meditate? 
do you have healthy relationships? Are things, I think slowing in your own life right. because especially, you know, whatever, if somebody was giving me a massage, I probably wouldn't be so worried about those kinds of things. Cause I would say, you know, can you, are you really good at massage? You can give me a massage, but if you're doing energy work on me and yet your own life, not that you can't ever have issues because we'll have issues, but are things generally flowing in your life? Because if not, why aren't you doing this energy work to yourself? Mm. And then if you're not doing this, if you're not doing it to yourself, then maybe it doesn't work. Or if you are doing it to yourself and this is still happening, maybe it doesn't work. I just get questions, right? And yeah. it doesn't mean that, you know, things don't happen to everyone, of course, but an overarching feeling of stability and sustainability and like a, what I call like the sacred structure of life. I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm same, same boat. Like I see people and they're doing like even yoga. I feel like your whole class is an energy flow. But I see different practitioners and like they have a lot of issues going on. And I think like, I mean, and of course that's life, but I'm just feel like if you're a healer and you're healing people, then you might, I might think twice before taking on someone else's energy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Tell me about your, I want to know if you have a book or two you could recommend for our audience around, or maybe your, what's your favorite book around energy and healing? Oh, well, there's this really amazing Montauk Chia book. It might be a little bit more than what most people want to read, but I think Montauk Chia is an amazing um, energy healer and has a lot to share around energy work that's different than I would say, you know, like more different than like, say, Barbara Brennan, like Hands of Light, though it's almost like a different school of thought and they, but they overlap and they make sense together. They're not opposite, but I just feel like when I in, you know, in the energy working field, I'd say that there's a lot more like towards like Barbara Brennan style-ish, I would guess, or Reiki-ish styles. And Montauk Chia is just totally different. And I love the way that he shares things. And he also has that, um, I don't know, I used to have this teacher named Sifu Fong and just like this kind of like matter of factness, you know, this like big, gentle, loving heart, but also a little like, da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't know, I just like it. So yeah. <laughs> he has a little bit of that energy too. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm not going to wrap things up just yet, but I want to know what type of products you guys are creating in your facilities. Yeah. So, well, the main line that we have is our um, pain relief products. So there are external pain relief products that were developed by my husband. He is an acupuncturist. Um, he's actually a doctor of um, oriental medicine. And he also is an amazing herbalist. He's just, it's like, I don't know, he and herbs just really got each other. And so he has formulated these products that really are so great at really leaving pain, but they, you know, but they don't have, you don't have to take a pill and they're not, they don't go through your whole system. So you can really like, if you have a shoulder pain, you could put a patch on it and it would directly affect that area and really only that area pretty much. So I feel like that, that whole line, it's called our muscle melt line is really amazing. And then we also have Ayurvedic massage oils that are incredible. And these were all, I developed all these. I went to school for Ayurvedic medicine as well. And created these Ayurvedic massage oils. So they're for the different doshas. And then we also just have really beautiful aromatherapy experiences through bath, bath and body gel and also lotion. So these, they're all really 
high quality. Like we use the best ingredients. Again, a lotion. <laughs> I mean, we maybe sometimes like, I don't know that everyone cares as much as we do, but we really wanted to make sure that we used things that actually really moisturize your skin and create healing. So there's herbs in there that, you know, help if you had any, say, ex- excessive dry skin, it would not just moisturize your skin, but also help the healing process so that your skin maybe would stop being dry. I like that comment. We produce our own supplements. We work with manufacturers and we do the same, the best ingredients you could think of. Like I look at clean companies and I'll say like our standards are way higher. I'd never put this in our product. And then I say, often say, I wonder like people probably don't care as much as we do. <laughs> oh. But, um, but we're, we're look, we, we have a good customer base that of a, that people, that people that do care. So I don't yeah. think the masses care. You look at, you look at Walmarts or Ikeas and like they're obviously billion dollar companies for a reason. Yeah. But, um, it's nice to know there's people out there like you that do care. <laughs> yeah. Same. Same. Um, before we wrap things up here, is there anything that we missed that you wanted to go over? Um, I don't think so. I guess actually the one thing I would say is one of the things I, you know, I mentioned this a little bit before about holistic, like health be really including our ability to get our goals in life. And we created this book called the dream book. It is a um, place for you to really dive into what you really want and then plan it out. And it has a whole system for breaking it down and getting it into your actual schedule and just noting for people. And I know a lot of people in your audience are looking for holistic health and to start to include in that your ability to have a life that you love and the goals that you want to have. Um, I feel like it's just an expansion on that and that I enjoy introducing people to that as like a measurement for themselves as well. Fantastic. So in that, in the same regard of your products and, and this uh, dream book, where can they find out more details or where, where can they purchase their products? Yeah. So those products in the dream book are all on um, dragontreeapothecary.com. Um, so they can go there if you want to find those things. And if you wanted to work with me, say one-on-one or do energy work, you can find me at briannaborton.com. Wonderful. Brianna, thank you so much. I had a blast today. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. All right. That's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be. We'd love to have you join us. We're also on Instagram.com slash Drew Tadia. Again, we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story, all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track. Our main website is trueformlife.com. If you want to check out some of our products, some of our services, or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more, we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening.
You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.